at one point I said something. I was just joking around about not wanting to eat stale bread or something. Like something that didn't matter. I was like, I'm not eating that. And Hillary goes, Julia, why are you such a pussy? Ex-girlfriend then goes, oh, you're telling me. I'm like, dude, okay, everybody. What the Pipe down. fuck? <laughs> Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right, lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know where you came up with that idea. Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is yeah. one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, but. yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. Julio here with Francis, as always. Yes. How you doing? Good. Good. Feeling good? Short sleeve button downs are back. I like it. It's the, tis the season. I like it on you. To be breathing. Let your let your pipes breathe. You betcha. Let the pythons out for a breath of fresh air. Let the pipes breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, dude. So I went to this wedding, ex-girlfriends at every around every corner. Galore. Uh, ex-girlfriends galore. Would, were there so many ex-girlfriends that they would reach the level of galore? I believe there was, I, I guess like people were even joking about that at some point. They would reach the level of galore. There weren't actually so many ex-girlfriends. There's just a lot of, a lot of history in that room. Dude. A lot of history. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so it's funny because, okay, so let me paint the picture. Not quite bit. galore though. Not apparently. quite galore. So the house that we were all staying at is a very, very big house. Um, but it was kind of getting close to capacity. And I don't know how or why this happened, but this family has another house that's actually next door. It's not like on the property. It's not like the guest house. It's another house with another address that's really sick. Nobody ever stays there. But they never are like, go stay in the ho- in that house. But they did that for us. So I just have my own sick house to myself. Wow. Which was amazing. That's sort of like when you're uh, in a security line at the airport and it's really long and out of nowhere, a TSA agent says... We're opening up this new line, and you're right next to <laughs> it. And you're the first it. person and in it. you're the first person. Dude, definitely. So it was really clutch. I had heard that that might be happening, but it was one of those, I'll believe it when I see it things. Mm. And we showed up, and they're like, oh, you're staying there. And I was like, oh, my God, yes. Wow. Um, and, dude, it was super sick. And so part of that, one of uh, one of uh, people, a person I used to date was staying in the OG house. So in theory, if there were to be tension, that was nice for us that we didn't have to be. Right. Uh, in the house. However, there was not tension. Be- and what actually ended up happening is that Hillary and this one ex in particular just became the best of friends. <laughs> ain't that ain't that some something. Dude, it was ain't so that funny. Something. At one point they were both rubbing my tummy. And I was like, guys, this is weird. <laughs> they were rubbing my tummy together. Why like would they, why would they do that thing? They were sitting on either arm of a chair rubbing my tummy. They were talking about my mom. Dude, it was crazy. It was like something out of a fucking movie. That's so strange. <laughs> this weekend was a movie, dude. <laughs> Would you have wanted there to be more tension? No. I, I was happy with this outcome. While one might argue that it was weird. Like, dude, we were, there were some times where I was driving and it was me, Hillary, and ex-girlfriend in the backseat. All of us just hanging out. Just dude. the three of you? Yeah. She, she, I'll, I'll come with you. She's helping Hillary fix her dress. She before. kind of went over above and be, she went... <laughs> It's almost like, to me, it's like she tried too hard. <laughs> well, dude, then at one point, like, X was upset about something. Hill and her are now having a girl talk. I'm not even involved. I'm like, this is hilarious. Uh, at one point, this is really funny. Hillary go, I, I said something. I was just joking around about not wanting to eat stale bread or something. Like, something that didn't matter. I was like, I'm not eating that. And Hillary goes, Julia, stop being, Julia, why are you such a pussy? 
ex-girlfriend then goes, oh, you're telling me. I'm like, dude, okay, everybody. What the Pipe down. fuck? <laughs> you know, you could have gotten them both back and, and, and been like, said something just that would have put them right in their place. <laughs> I know, I could have. You know, like, I wasn't a pussy when I was hooking up with both of you oh at different God. times or something. Yeah, I was, it wasn't going to go You there. wouldn't have done it. It would have just gotten too weird. Yeah, but then you would have reclaimed the power. Things were... I was fine with relinquishing the power. You relinquished. For the greater good. Mm. Uh, so it was fine. It was funny. Uh, and, dude, it was just, like, not weird. And it was... It was... Uh, like, there's, I have pictures of them together, dude. Like, hanging out, laughing. God. So anyway, at one point, this is funny. They so she came over to our house with her friend, with a, one of the other friends who I know, but it's like whatever. Her old pal, uh, we I know her too. Uh, whatever, we've mutuals. Blah blah blah. So we're sitting there, and she facetimes her dad. Uh, and I'm sure that people here have done. If you do the slightest bit of research, you'll be able to figure this out. I feel bad like airing people out, but just say this guy's like a fairly prominent, well-known person. Uh, and she gets on the Facetime with him, and she's like, "Hey, dad, what's up?" I'm with Maddie. She shows Maddie. And then she just shows me and I go, hey, what's up? And he just goes, oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, he literally goes, oh, my God. Oh, wow. And then he said the name of the people whose house I was staying at. He's like, they still let you come over? I'm like, Dude, Jesus. He's just like, he's just like ripping me, like yeah. being funny. Like, but it was still, I'm like, what is this like parallel universe that I'm in where just everybody is just shitting on me? Dude. That's such a mind fuck. I, I don't so know funny. that I would have done well. Yeah, I think that most people's sort of uh, tolerance for the kind of awkwardness factor maybe would have been a little lower than mine. Um, but I was just happy with the way that it turned out, especially because like Hillary was working when we first got there. So she was like on calls, whatever. So I'm hanging out with my ex in like a group and uh, and she's like, oh, when do I get to meet Hillary? I'm just like later, you know, whatever. Uh, was your ex there with a date? No, she has a uh, boyfriend. He wasn't there. Uh. Then my other ex was also there without a date. Um, she was less of a impact player. Like we didn't really talk to her. We saw her at the wedding. It was fun. Like whatever. I said hi. Mm. Nothing. Like I don't even think Hillary knows who she is. So like she, I think she accidentally introduced herself without knowing who she was. Uh, uh which was you know fine. Like was, wow, surreal. Yeah, surreal when the when the the ladies bond like that. Yeah, but it was a pretty fancy wedding. It was fun. We we uh went to it was the wedding itself was at this club that I've driven by many times and never actually been inside of uh apparently it's one of those places that has like a really like many year wait list kind of situation what's this called called maidstone yeah right really sick golf course you know it i've obviously never played it but but you it's yeah you can drive by it and it's like sick the golf course is sick grass tennis courts what what are you gonna say i mean it's the spot it's sick yeah it's really sick. maidstone i know i know it's it's of crazy. It's a sick club. It's sort of the waspiest yes. of all the wa It's the mother wasp. It's the mother wasp. It's the king hornet. Yes, correct. It's the queen bee. The queen bee. Of all the wasps. Totally. So I'd never actually been in there. I'd never seen the setup. Really lovely cocktail hour, like overlooking the ocean. And it was like the perfect temperature. It wasn't sweating through my tux felt great i was like this is fantastic mm -hmm. uh sipping a couple sodas obviously and uh having a good time it was half of the family is swedish and dude it had to be one of the most swedish i sat next to a guy named ludwig who yeah. was a natural bleach blonde <laughs> a man who was a natural bleach his blonde. blonde his hair was naturally 
the color of bleach yes, blonde. He was, yes, he I was. I see what you mean. Right. Yeah. Natural bleach blonde color. We're both talking about how we love Djokovic, fucking having a ball, bonding. And I could see <laughs> out of the corner of my eye, Hillary being like, of course, Julio and Ludwig are best friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is yeah, yeah. Uh, but had a good time. Happy that the exes got along. I, th- I believe they now are on texting terms. Oh, wow. Which is hilarious. That is nuts. I doubt they're going to be texting all the time. Is your ex, you probably can't answer this, but is she so um, mind manipulative that it could be that she is, I don't know, making some sort of power play here or bringing Hillary in close so, okay. as some sort of chess move? I don't think it's a chess move. It might, it, it could be sort of like a natural coping mechanism hmm. for not that there's anything she, she doesn't give a shit about me. Like she has, she's happily in a relationship. But you know, like sometimes you're alone at a wedding and you see your ex and like you guys had a good relationship. So you kind of start, maybe if you gets in your head a little bit, I could see that happening. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen to me, but I know that for some people it might. So I've, I, in the past, when, because I've had girlfriends in between when I dated her and, She's sort of done similar things with other girlfriends even. So maybe it's just her style. Mm. But dude, it was nice to see her. You know what I mean? Her fan, like just even catching up a little bit. She's like, oh, like my sister asks about you. And I'm like, oh, that makes me feel good. I really liked her sister. Like, I thought she was really cool. And, uh, you know, just hearing how everybody's doing. And, you know, it's it was a nice thing. Yeah. That's a serious wedding if it's at Maidstone. Yeah. it was. I think it was 300 people. Big time. Yeah. Big wedding. Uh I don't want to bad luck it. I don't want to jinx it. I was good. Francis maybe has to sneeze. Sorry. I'm good. I'm no, you're good. good. Dude, let it out, baby. Um, Here's a funny story about Maidstone. Tear it. So they have a very famous member guest golf tournament every year, which is a big deal. By the way, this is one of the top golf courses in, in the country. It's a beautiful golf course. And it's right on the water, and it's one of the rare Hamptons places that is a spectacular world-class top-ranked golf course but it also has a beach club right mm-hmm. there i'm sure there's tennis and stuff like that yeah i, th- I think they have all three surfaces and yeah. the beach club looks really cool it's like old-fashioned yeah uh yeah it's, it's right on the beach yeah with the pool and stuff so anyway um this is like a story that i think people in golf know because it became so uh infamous but I actually know I'm I'm very good friends with a guy I think whose dad was part of this group. Okay. So it's a member guest. So there's you know presumably there's and it, it's a tournament. So there's there's a, a group of four. There's a famous uh, par three at Maidstone, and um, I guess there's a guy playing in the tournament who is a little bit of a controversial figure and he is one of the guests, right? So he's the guest and the playing partner of We don't know who he is? No. Okay. Of one of the members. And the the par 3 is a blind par 3. So you tee off and you hit it over a hill oh, sure. where and they they tell you what line to hit it on to hit it onto the like green or whatever. Where the hole is that day? Yep. And you uh you aim it and you just hope that you've hit a good shot. And they go up to, and by the way, this is like a, a finishing hole. So okay. they're towards the end and it matters. Okay. This is a very big, prestigious tournament. Sick. And uh, they can't find his ball. 
the whole group is sort of looking for it. And he hit a very good shot. Looked like it was on the line. So they're not sure what what's going on. You know, they can't find his ball. And all of a sudden, he kind of goes into a greenside bunker. And he goes, oh, here it is. Uh, and he like looks at his ball in the bunker. And he's like, oh, yeah, I found it. All good. And there, the other guys were like, what? You know, we would have seen it. Mm. Where was that in the bunker? Like, how could we have missed that? That's mm. weird, right? And so he's about to hit his ball in the bunker when one of the guys on the other team, the other two, goes, looks in the hole, pulls out a ball and says, what were you, you said you were playing a Titleist too, right? The guy goes, yep. And he goes, here's your ball. Oh my God. He had hit a hole in one. <laughs> And, and had cheated. Oh my god! The member that he was playing with immediately went, walked off the course, walked into the clubhouse, grabbed his like bag and his stuff, brought it out to the curb, put it on the thing, was like, "Get out of here!" <laughs> oh my god! They kicked him out of the tournament. Kicked him off. He's never welcome there again. Oh right? my god! This is a guy who had just hit a hole in one. <laughs> oh my god! Is this even a real story? Cheated. This is a famous story. Oh my god! And it's real because like it happened. I don't know. It's five giving years me ago, so whatever. much anxiety. And, Get he, out of and here. he didn't look in the hole to see where his ball was. Thought they lost the ball. Like cheats, drops a ball in the bunker, pretends it's his. The other guy goes, looks in the hole, finds the ball. They c- catch him cheating. They kick him off, and he's like banished. Oh my god! And the the person who was the most pissed was his playing partner. Of course, because in who, places like that, you get you can't bring riffraff in the no, door. You know? Exactly. You gotta be. You gotta have discretion. With How crazy that. is that? That's crazy, dude. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That just gave me a lot of anxiety. Yeah. That is a fucked up story, dude. Yeah. Hill dog wouldn't have made, wouldn't have made it to the end of that story. <laughs> Bless her loving heart. Can we watch something else. She'd be yeah. like, "What is this story? I can't handle this." Right <laughs> dude, I love it. Oh, uh. <laughs> that's fucking wild. Okay. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, "If you're thinking about starting a podcast," I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium. And you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm download it now okay so let's shift gears from the wasp wasp thing for a sec because i have a very of a interesting moment yesterday let's hear it so i told you in the last episode about how i was uh i almost got hit by that car you did well after that i walked inside i put coat i got kojai and i took him out for a walk right and we went on our typical walk the same loop that we go on around the spot where I proposed to Sierra. Mm -hmm. And right near there, Chris, you may recall, there is a restaurant called Celestine. Uh, It's an, it's a, it's an okay restaurant. It's it's not bad. It's, it's beautiful, but the food, I wish it were a little better. Anyway, the point is they have a nice outdoor deck slash patio that is overlooking the river um, and is very close to the walking path, but it's, there's, you know, some, 
I guess you'd call it uh, landscaping between where that deck is. So there's like a some bushes and okay. little trees and Obstacles. a tiny little fence mm. um, that you can't really hop over to get up to. The, so it's separate, right? But it's very close. Mm-hmm. There was this, I don't know, wedding, I think, small wedding reception happening on this deck. And it was a Jewish wedding. Okay. Everyone was wearing yarmulkes. Okay. Um, beautiful event. Everyone wearing, you know, dresses and suits. And uh, they had a four-person jazz band. Very nice. That was playing jazz slash swing music for incredibly handsome, dapper jazz musicians. Young guys. Uh, looked like almost they had just graduated from like a jazz conservatory. Nice. Um, and what and what you know they had a, a, a guy who was like alternating between singing in a very jazzy way, mm-hmm. uh, almost like a, a guy out of time. Right. Uh, but he would also play the clarinet, which is a wonderful jazz instrument when oh, you fun. know how to use it. They had a keyboardist who was phenomenal, uh, an acoustic bass player, and a drummer. So it was great. And the broader wedding party was not paying any mind to this jazz band. None. (laughs) No mind whatsoever. One of my favorite things to do when Sierra's away, I'm looking after the house, Kojai, take him for a walk, sit down on the bench right in front of where I proposed to her, smoke a little bit of a joint ski, Mm. have a little little puff, little pufferoo. Very fun. Right? And just watch the the boats go by. Kojai and I, he comes up on the bench with me. Does he enjoy the boats? We love the boats. <laughs> he and I love the boats together. We love the boats. We like to watch He's the a boats. He's good boy. Uh, the ferries, the tugboats, the sailboats, all that. We just love to watch the boats go by and let the day fade uh, from our consciousness. <laughs> now, meanwhile, add into this the fact that we've got this lilting jazz swing music playing live music in the background. We're having a great time. And then I decided I wanted a closer look. As our, as we're swinging home, uh, I stop, and I'm standing as close to this jazz band as I can from my civilian position. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm eight, seven feet away from them, right? Mm-hmm. And no one, again, keep in mind, no one at the party <laughs> is watching them. They're just having conversations. This is cocktail hour. You know, this is background music to them. But this band is super talented. Maybe I'm a little stoned, but I'm really enjoying it. So I am standing, watching them from very close with no, like I'm an audience member. And in fact, to the degree where the clarinetist, I don't know if that's how you say that, but the clarinet player would do a clarinet solo. And you know, in jazz, they switch solos. So they go from the clarinet guy and then it's the pianist's Mm -hmm. turn. And then the bass player does a solo, maybe then the drummer a little solo. Um, and after each solo, I'm clapping. Yeah, yeah. You transition out of the solo. With I'm the clapping. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. When a soloist ends, yeah. you clap. And I'm not in this party, mm-hmm. so I'm clapping very quietly. Mm-hmm. But the musicians are noticing. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, they sort of start <laughs> playing to me. Oh, that's nice. Because I'm the only one who only gives one a shit. Attention. And Kojai and I are watching this jazz band, <laughs> and we're sort of tapping our foot. They got a good rhythm going. 
especially the pianist is like turning his head and giving us a smile. The bass player. It's almost like they turned out. Now, I'm clapping. They finished their number. No one up there claps. I clap. That's when I made that the mistake. Uh-uh. Because there was silence. I'm now clapping, but I'm clapping quietly because I'm knowing I know I'm not a guest. I have I'm I'm effectively crashing this party mm-hmm. from afar. I'm sort of like the um do you remember that movie Angels in the Outfield? I do. I think Danny Glover. Yeah, I, I think I recall that they would sneak into the games or they would watch the games from a tree overlooking the park. Maybe I'm thinking that of that combined with Wrigley Field where you can actually watch Cubs games from the rooftop uh, bars of adjacent establishments. So I'm not invited into this party. I'm not in the party, but I'm enjoying a lot a, a major trapping of this party, which is the live music element. And they're all nodding to me and oh, thank you for thank you for uh abiding by the official jazz uh etiquette right. where you applaud after a number but also within the number when a solo ends. The clearly the hosts of this party noticed me and there was such a look of scorn. Interesting. They scorned Kojai and me. Cuz I now keep in mind I'm wearing sweaty athletic shorts cross trainers and a tank top that's sweaty oh well yeah that doesn't help for sure but also this shirt wouldn't have helped you for some reason this shirt is like is sound is like reeks of guy who crashes the jazz concert yeah i'm wearing a, a floral uh, uh sort of it's a cool it's a very cool shirt hawaiian it, shirt but it just is like a guy who kind of lives by his own rules <laughs> You know, you don't want uh, civilians and and crashers to enjoy the live jazz music. Have your event inside. I don't know what you right. want me to do. What do you want you to do? Were they able to do anything? They were just looking at you disgustedly. They were looking at me, kind of like you didn't. You're not invited, and so you need to keep it moving. You can't just plant yourself seven feet from the jazz band. I I really did feel like I was not welcome. Right. Right. And I understand that. If I had tried to walk in, they would have been like, what are you doing? You're actually not welcome. You're not invited. We don't know you, You nor are you dressed properly. But it was this interesting middle ground where I was sort of like on the side of the highway watching this right. this procession unfold, and I hadn't bought a ticket. Fuck them, um, dude. But it was close enough. Fuck them. Yeah. It is interesting you say that about jazz. There is like a thing. I got invited to go to a jazz thing in little Tokyo in LA, which is just like a very little area. And there's this really cool jazz club. Um, and I go with this guy and I didn't realize that he was going to do that. He was like a crazy applauder of things because like you said, when, when a solo would end, bro, this guy stood up and went, fuck yeah. (laughs) Fuck yeah. I was like, Oh my God. And I like brought him in mixed company. So now I'm like the guy who has the crazy friend who screams, fuck yeah. But like, it's also the same guy who recites Shakespeare in the hot sauna. So I should have known. Oh God. I know this guy, Jarrell. I don't know how this is also the guy who convinced me to fucking move him out of his parents' house. In San Francisco, where I was sleeping on on the floor of the catering, this guy's a fucking that wild guy. card, dude. Yeah, yeah. He's a turkey. He's great, but he is a, a wild card, dude. Uh, yo, jazz is cool. Jazz man. is sick. Jazz bro. is cool. Jazz is. So I gotta cool. tell you, I walked. I'd away. go do that with our with our ladies. I sometimes. would go see some jazz. That'd be really fun. I would see some some really cool jazz. Yeah. It'd be great too because you guys, since we'll be watching jazz, 
you and Hillary won't have to interact so we can avoid what happened. Yeah, need that. What happened in Tokyo, dude? I don't want that to happen again. Yeah, I'd be like, why are we bringing her? She clearly can't appreciate this. She's from Chicago. I mean, they even have jazz in the Midwest. She's like, why are you so geographically prejudiced against me? Well, of course we have jazz. Oh, yeah? Where? What, Indiana? Yeah, they got jazz in Indiana? Don't think so. Any true jazz musician worth their salt is either moving to New York City or L.A., probably, right? <laughs> I don't know. Now, New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. That's what I did. Uh, but the point is, instantly walking home, I was thinking, okay, I'm I'm committing to learning jazz piano. Oh, sick, you dude. Know. Oh. Yes, but 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 how fun is that? That, that? that 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 fades. These are these commitments to self. Uh, you I are have those. better about them. I am, but I have plenty of these too. Where I'm like, that's it. Yeah, instant My self different. promise. I'm adding a, a skill. It's vegan documentary syndrome. Yeah. My you walk out of there, you don't eat meat anymore, and the yeah. next day you're eating a fucking tomahawk ribeye, yeah, dude. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a total self over promise. Uh where, you know, I just thought, my God, what could be cooler than being the guy who can who can sit down at a party and play a very good jazz piano? Because playing the piano is fine, but I think jazz is in a way it's it's less douchey i don't know why it's like actually fun to watch and listen to right instead of playing like mozart yeah francis is very musically gifted though like he and i don't know if this is a thing that all piano people can do so if, if i'm like but i don't i suspect it's not but you can just play any song anybody will be like all right play this song and you can do it if you've heard it once you can play the song i have a good ear it's impressive like thank you i i can play by ear uh and i know i can play without having played it mm. but that i have heard that there are other other there i know there are other pianists and musicians that can do that too so how much like for for a guy who's such a uh competent pianist how difficult would it be for you to learn how to do jazz piano? i think it's like learning a different language it's the hardest version right they say or no i don't know i mean i know that there are there's classical right. which is rachmaninoff right. and fucking chopin i mean that is i don't know how you can get harder than that uh-huh but I'm sure that there's impossible jazz as well. Well, isn't it because isn't jazz like you kind of make it up the whole time? Uh, no, not necessarily. There, there's there's definitely more free flowing and, you know, improvising and soloing and all of that. Um, but you also have tablature and uh, chord progressions and, you know, you can play a G, it says like G7, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you, you can play that G7 kind of in different places or in different ways. Interesting. But it's still the chord progression that you have to follow. Yeah, as a person with no knowledge of it at all, like every time I watch a jazz documentary, they love to like romanticize it as if it's like an organism, like a jazz band is like one, like it's like a symbiosis, and like mm. one guy does this, and then you do that or something. So like I, I know that, but I obviously don't know anything. So you're, that's for that's uh, that's uh, La La Land that you're doing there. Is that what they say? For say? sure. Yeah, it's really? it's uh, Matt, uh, Ryan Gosling, maybe yeah. where he says, "Look, this guy's going for a walk over here," and then the trumpet player, he's got it. You know that scene? I forget. I've seen the movie and I loved it. But oh, I, I, I don't think that's the only time I've heard it. Like, I, I recall yeah. watching documentaries about... Because, I mean, a lot of these musicians are, like, these tortured souls, too. Like, I've yeah. watched a bunch of documentaries about, like, jazz guys who, were like, did a bunch of heroin and all this shit. And, like, totally. Crazy stories. But, like, I, I, every single thing that talks about jazz does some version of that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think... Uh, yeah. But, dude, I mean, man, this band... They're let's great. put it this way. If I somehow could hire them to play a little gig on our rooftop and we did like a 1920s 
jazz age. Fun, dude. Flappers. Bootleg themed party. party oh, like sick. a prohibition. Yeah, speakeasy type party. I bet you a lot of people would leave that party thinking I want to start taking jazz piano lessons. That's sick. Yeah. This is how it, this is how it happens. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the robes are great for wearing while you're hanging by the pool. We're back working with Plover and we're feeling real cool. They're our favorite robe to wear when we are hanging all day long. Wear a Plover of a Plover. It's da, never da, da, ever da, da, wrong. Dude, Plover robes, great brand, really fun, novelty sort of robes with all sorts of fun designs. The new one is the owl and cactus design that's right how fun you don't see those two often together but they do come together sometimes you, you, you sure don't it's yeah. good stuff uh, i gotta say too these plover people if they decided that they didn't want to make robes anymore they just become a band they dude. absolutely could and maybe they should <laughs> never has a band made our brand made their own sort of like in-house branded song machine yeah they they keep making these incredible jingles and music videos to advertise their robes and i gotta tell you i love them every single time yeah the one they just did in the dominican republic on horseback it's like on the beach yeah really good it's awesome the music is good you'll watch it more than once yeah look up pullover robes on youtube and you'll see some of their videos yeah Uh, it's really really good stuff check out their instagram and uh get yourself a plover robe today guys because it's an awesome thing to put on after you get out of the pool in the summer but you don't want to be exposed but you want to look leisurely mm-hmm. very colorful very fun uh that's plover robes and uh use code oops Cloverrobes.com. Cloverrobes.com slash oops promo code oops that'll get you 20 percent off your plover robe get a couple right it's the right mm-hmm. thing to wear it's the right thing to do we love our plover robes enjoy yourself a plover robe did i tell you guys what i wanted to do for my birthday party I don't think I did. I didn't do this, but one day I will. I want to have like a children's birthday party for myself, like at a pizza place. Like, remember the end of the soccer season? You all go to the pizza place. There's a bunch of pizzas and pitchers of soda and shit. I want to do that, dude. A dinosaur cake, a pinata. Are you talking Dave and Buster's and Chuck E. Cheese, though? Like, that would actually be more fun, effectively, like if we were going to do that. But I was thinking, like, you know, you go to the pizza places in New York City. There's one place in particular. I actually love the pizza there, too. It's near the stand. It's called Bravo Pizza. Okay. And they have this like upstairs area that's clearly for this kind of stuff that no one ever is in. I've never seen people in it. Okay. And it would be fun to like <laughs> rent it out the top area yeah. and throw up and have a pizza party. <laughs> that would be fun. Right? That, that would be fun. be fun. Now, instead of pictures of soda, would it be pictures of beer? No, it would actually be pictures of soda. But also... <laughs> it would- Someone bring me my third root beer, yeah, yes. said the 33-year-old. Yes. I don't know. Root beer, Sprite, whatever you want. Uh, no, but seriously, Dude, think of the ad- with alcohol as well available. Think about how, as an adult, you would feel leaving that party. You'd feel terrible. You'd want to die. <laughs> you don't have to drink the soda. It's just there because it's funny. <laughs> Hopefully not that... Hopefully people wouldn't be drinking it. <laughs> no, what you need to do is you need to give everyone a cup and let them go to the soda fountain to make their own. True. Mixing encouraged. True, true. It could even be it could even be a end of the season party where everybody gets a trophy. 
That's uh, fucking funny too. Okay. I, have, I have forty trophies, and everybody gets a trophy. Well, but and we but, have a ceremony. But what if what if you <laughs> awarded those trophies based on certain things that people had to do throughout the party? <laughs> Hilarious. This is what I'm talking. Absolutely. About. Yeah. But then at the end, everybody ends up getting one. Also, well, that's so I know American it's, and know. participatory trophy bullshit. Totally, but that's what we're doing. There need here. to be some people that don't get trophies. Everybody gets a trophy. Just in my to, party, no, dude. because we gotta let the people who didn't win know how much they failed, <laughs> and let the winners know that they have done something. <laughs> we need that, dude. This is making me reminding me of how funny my dad was in this context. My dad did this thing for my brother's birthday party where they were gonna go find Bigfoot in the woods, and I was Bigfoot. So I had been planted in the woods. <laughs> I was hiding in a costume, and the kids are all like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna find Bigfoot." And then I, Bigfoot, pop out, and like half of the kids started crying. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was a complete miscalculation on his part. Whose birthday was this? My brother's, my little brother's birthday, uh, Alessio. Uh, and nice. I think a couple of the kids started crying, and <laughs> it like just didn't go well. <laughs> that was funny. Another funny thing my dad used to do, at the end of the soccer season when he would coach my brother's soccer team, he would have the moms play the, the, the sons in a game so the mother son <laughs> soccer game dude it's funny yeah, like yeah. i'm like dad you're pretty, that was funny of you that's cool uh, and you know the d fathers are always probably sitting on the sidelines getting a kick out of the moms you know bouncing around out there fucking yeah running you know what i mean yeah 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 it's yeah. pretty yeah. funny i like mm. you know my dad was a uh, funny guy dude. that's great dude speaking of which this is a good transition if you have something else nope. also we can nope. do it i got nothing um because i saw you i saw you uh Pucker your lips. Scraping the brain, but I, I thought I had something. It was on the tip of my tongue. Okay, dude. So my dad and my mom went to Italy, and they did sort of a fusion, visit family, and have a vacation trip, which is a fun idea. It's a nice take on what we traditionally did when we went to Italy. And Hillary always tells me that I don't look upon Italy like warmly enough, and it's not that I don't. I've just gone there so many times. Like I want to go other places. Yeah. You know what I mean? And plus, I would just stay at my fucking aunt or grandmother's house the whole time. Like We didn't do anything fun. Mm-hmm. It was fun to be there. Anyway, so my dad and my mom, they go on this cooking thing. They visit family. My dad, like hearing the story about them going and coming back, it was just like a complete nightmare. I'm like, dude, what is wrong with you? Like, mm. why are you so controversial? Like, oh, why? Boy. God forbid we bring you anywhere. Like, so first he does the same shit. He finds some like gypsy parking lot where you can park <laughs> for $8 a day or something. <laughs> Instead, like, have you not learned your lesson, dude? Like, you're still doing that? Mm -hmm. So he does it. He ends up getting in a fight with the guy again about the shuttle or whatever. They're yelling. They're fighting. I'm like, dude, what? Then somehow on the phone, like, from there to the airport, he ends up getting in a fight with the travel planner person. The, the what are those people called again? Uh, travel travel agent. agent? Yeah. yeah. They're fighting. And they get to the point where the woman sends him a form to sign where he signs and says... He is not going to give them bad feedback on any platforms or she's going to cancel their entire trip. She's like, I'm canceling your trip. And my dad's like, can you believe it? And I'm like, no, but I've seen you these last couple of years, dude. I can't help but think this is partially your fault. Like you may have, this may be your fault. <laughs> it is possible that this was your doing not to like victim shame you. And he's like, oh, well, you know, I'm like, dude, then... He apparently fucks up the rental car in Italy. They hit him with the $800 charge, which they usually do. And honestly, fucking up a car in Europe, you, they have way, you have way less leeway. It was like a scratch. They do an $800 deposit, and then they take it, and that's it. Uh, 
And he got lucky because apparently, you guys should all know this, Amex does not cover you internationally for car rentals the way that they do in the US. So when you decline all the insurance, but my dad, being the dad that he is, he bought travel insurance, which Ooh. covered him. Wow, good for uh, him. Which good for him. I was happy he got he caught a bone there. On the way back, he doesn't realize you have to take a test to get back to America. I'm like, dude, are you serious? That is the most straightforward, basic. And I also told him this. He's like, what do I have to do? I tell him and it just doesn't, it, if it doesn't sink in, he'll just keep asking me. So now he's like, can you believe it? I'm like, yes, of course I can believe it. It's the most obvious rule. You need to take an antigen test. So they then later had to get, they had to get on a later flight. Uh, and they, which means they got in later and then we're talking on the phone and they live like three hours away from the airport. Uh, where do they fly home to? They fly into JFK yeah. and it's just inconvenient. Like they live right. in a place that's not super accessible, like in kind of the middle, North middle Connecticut. It's mm-hmm. kind of like overlooked place in a way. Uh, and like Bradley airport doesn't fly that many places. Yeah. So anyway, uh, they then stop at like a rest stop to sleep in the car. <laughs> my dad and my mom on the side of the highway. And my mom, my, my, our Hillary goes, are you serious? She's like, are they? She's like, I'm, no, I'm like worried. I'm like, they're fine. Huh? And like, but like, it is weird, dude. And then I'm like, and then I get a call from my dad at 3.30 in the morning. And I'm like, what the fuck is this about? And he's like, can you believe? He goes, he goes, I got a ticket in New, in New York City from a camera for driving 35 miles an hour in a school zone. He's like, New York's turning into a fucking police state. I'm like, goodbye, dude. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> Remind me never to travel with you again, dude. Jesus Christ. We need you out on the ocean where you belong with your Hurley hat all by yourself with only fish and I'm seals on a nearby. <laughs> on a boat that's where we need you dude we need you off the road immediately oh my god you are a hazard we need you you know what's crazy dude (laughs) is that a lot of people are become this way when they get older i know what is that and yet the world lets it happen i know we 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 tolerate it uh you know i guess it falls under the respect your elders category if I get fine, I don't really know why, because elders are no longer <laughs> respecting the world. My my parents have have you know stopped following the rules as much as well. Really? Yeah, totally, dude. It's wild. Um, and you know, you watch them, and you're like, you're making life harder for a lot more people. Uh, but but they don't necessarily know it. You know, they in a way. My dad especially thinks that he is making everyone's day, okay, and yeah, forgets dude. that so many of the people he's interacting with work for tips, and right, are right. Just, they don't need your five, your hot five. They just think they're just laughing because they know it'll. If they, if they don't, <laughs> it'll hurt their income potentially. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, my dad too, dude. He, but my dad, like, he does that too. But he also will be like. Uh, can we have ice uh, and a side of lemon and more water? <laughs> We're big water drinkers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, dude, oh, God. <laughs> that person's <laughs> never getting that time back. It's we only tell, six seconds. But that last comment, we're big water drinkers. It's so nothing. Dude, and he hits them one at a time, too. Every time they come back, he has a new thing he wants. Exactly. Like, Guys, exactly. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Spot on. Dude, it's That's insane. a perfect example. <laughs> Oh, uh, now it's funny you mentioned your parents pulling over at a ref's rest stop to <laughs> sleep because 
my parents of yes similar they they that happens but they are they'll usually be able to stagger their sleeping so one will drive while the other sleeps okay, that's fun. in this context like of like arriving back from a flight because do they have to yeah, fly to like no, Logan to go specific. somewhere international? Yeah, they do. Okay. Yeah. Portland doesn't do international. No. Okay. No. Interesting. Um, um, that's so. Yeah, I mean, the image of your parents both just arriving at a restaurant on the highway and and yeah. and needing to sleep. To me, it, it you walk past them and you think that that couple has committed suicide. <laughs> <laughs> via carbon monoxide inhalation they stuck some tube, tube from the, the exhaust and they said that's it we want to die together we <laughs> we, we heard there's an asteroid coming i don't know what it is <laughs> yeah i made myself an espresso martini this weekend hell yeah using our oops beans from brooklyn roasting company mm. so what what do you what goes in an espresso martini okay a shot of espresso from yeah. our oops beans blend Okay. Brooklyn Roasting Company, the best best of blends from Ethiopia and somewhere else in the world that I can't remember, <laughs> but it's amazing. Uh, I then add some of this coffee liqueur that I've got. Mm, yum. Most people use Kahlua, but I don't really like Kahlua. I have the, I think I have this other one. That I think it's called Mr. Black. Hell yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> I toss a little bit of oat milk in there just to just to quiet things down. <laughs> just to quiet things down. And then uh, a measure of vodka. Nice. Yeah. Cool. But you could probably do it with some other clear liquid, maybe like a tequila or something. I don't know, to be honest. Cool. Um, Gin. And then I shake all that up over ice, and then I pour it over a cold, frozen espresso, or excuse me, a martini glass, and there you have it. There it is, dude. The drink of uh, class. And champions. Distinct distinction. Yeah. And if you need a little boost. A little kit pick me up. Um, we absolutely love Brooklyn Roasting Company. It's great for starting your day. It's great for ending your day with a, a nice espresso martini. It's just swaggy ass coffee, dude. Yeah, it's delicious. And we've got our own blend, as you guys probably know. That's the Oops Beans blend, which you can buy by going to brooklynroasting.com. Promo code is Oops Beans. Beans. You're going to get 5% off your order. Trust us, it's worth it. Buy a bunch of tins. We go through it like it's butter. Uh, and we love it. So, brooklynroasting.com promo code oops beans dude another thing too like like it's funny to see people get older and just not give a fuck and it can go both ways like it can be annoying to everybody um yeah i can't see i think it's just 38 yeah yeah um and like okay like i've seen two things in particular that i thought were really funny uh at like weddings recently one of them a person who had clear he had recently paid for a wedding so you can tell he like gets how weddings work yeah so he's at the bar and everybody else has moved into like the other room and the wedding planner is sort of like attacking us and making us go in the other room. And he is very casually and defiantly posted up at the bar. He's like, I know who's really the boss here, dude. Get out of my fucking face. And just very calmly, just letting her rip. Mm-hmm. And I've even heard stories about this guy. This guy's the man, by the way. Dude. Anyway, I've heard stories about him. Like they're at a wedding and they were trying to order shots, like 10 tequila shots. And the person said that there wasn't any more tequila and he goes what walks over to the bar five minutes later comes back with two giant trays of shots for everybody he just like <laughs> knows you know, i don't know that maybe that's yeah. not specifically what i mean but this weekend it happened too because a person who was extremely close to the bride just didn't go to the ceremony went to the reception did not go to the ceremony Oof. just didn't go 
And he shows up to the cocktail hour. He goes, what I miss? Let me guess. Somebody throwing a bunch of flowers, two cute kids with rings. He goes, yeah, count me out of that for the rest of my life. Oh my goes, I need a drink. God, like, dude. Oh my God. That, this, savage, this guy. Savage. That's. <laughs> goodness i know i, I don't like, know i don't know how much that flies <laughs> I, a, I he seemed confident that it would be no issue for him and i was like wow yeah crazy. maybe he has some kind of special standing oh but still mm. like crazy wow it's just like these things that you think you have to do and these sort of like guys prove to you that indeed you just do not yeah i guess i guess so hey i want to ask you something let's hear it so i've been seeing a lot of different uh dating podcasts i think girl our pals girls gotta eat recently covered this this term situationship have you heard this situationship is that like you all right what what you i don't know what it is it sounds to me like uh a situationship you sort of are like you spend hurricane sandy together and you bang the whole week Right? Is that not what it is? I don't know. I don't know. Do you either of you know Ryan and Chris? This is it's it's one of those things. It's like your phenomenon where I'd never heard the term before, and then all of a sudden now I'm hearing it everywhere. I got another one, good one of these for you after we we unpack situationship. Well, they, you know, what do you the, got, Ryan? What is it? What is the situationship, Ryan? What is that? It's just a romantic or sexual relationship that is not considered to be formal. Or established sounds like we're friends with benefits or yeah. something like that. Yeah, but I think the idea is that there's no they don't talk about what they are, and so people are there's there's probably undefined. There's probably somebody who's wondering, but is afraid to ask. Yeah, I don't know. The I'm sentence guessing. it's used in is I'm trying to turn our situationship into something more serious. Yeah, mm. interesting. It's just like the hookup thing. There's a good ring to it, but it doesn't really like land for me no nor does it land for me and i think the girls gotta <laughs> eat uh said how to know if you're in a situation ship or something like that that was the, maybe the title of their episode i don't know um but i i was fascinated by this mm. because it occurs to me that we have made dating very complicated in at least in america probably lots of other countries but certainly here and i think a big part of that is how much we talk about it, right? Yeah. We've got all these different terms. Yeah. Situationship, friends with benefits, long distance, whatever, all these yeah. different forms. And, you know, you hear, I think, dating experts weighing in a lot. You know, there's a burgeoning podcast industry about dating, um, as, there, as there should be. I think, I think it's great. But I also think that it can make things very confusing because in the same way that um, if I go to a restaurant and it's a nice restaurant and there are only like eight items on the whole menu, I'm actually relieved. Interesting. Because He's, I think you, that, well, they crush it. Right. You're They've like, chosen yeah. those things for me. Yeah. That's what they know they're going to kill and it's going to be great. Whereas if there's a menu that's like multiple pages long, at a diner. Yeah, yeah. You're like, God damn I'm it. like, what the... F- I'm what do you guys so do well here, stressful, you know? And I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't think that the... Oh, he's cracking a hangover. Uh, I wouldn't think that... 
I wouldn't think that um, I wouldn't spend so much time thinking about a relation, what my relationship is, or what it means if I if I didn't hear oh, about all so much advice and ideas. Yeah, you know, there's you can in a lot of ways boil relationships down to sort of go- this good or it's bad or mm-hmm. I want this or I don't. And I, I thought, well, okay, you know, we get asked about relationships a lot. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's it's a little bit more in you know kind of funny or odd uh-huh. Uh-huh. as opposed to like what do i do about what's my... going on here what am i in uh-huh. what does he want uh-huh. what does she want yada yada um and i think that i i was just thinking like all right on the most basic level you're gonna go through a bunch of relationships in your life where either you like someone more than they like you or they like you more than you like them them <laughs> they am. until you finally <laughs> find someone where the two of you like each other about the same right you both you, like each other a lot and you get married and then it works there you go and that's dating yeah it stresses you out to hear these this like sort of uh terminology you think it's sort of well there's just always something new there's always some new phenomenon phenomenon that we use to we ascribe to why uh why a guy is behaving a certain way in a relationship oh he's a fuck boy oh he's right. you know he, he he's mo- love bombing what's love bombing chris is telling us about love bombing this is, must be a tiktoker no, I think it's just like when you just like go overboard. Oh, you're the best, blah blah blah, and just kind of like bombard them with like. I used to do positive. That. Uh, that used to be my yeah. game. I don't know bombing. the term. Yeah, but That's now funny. this is like a new term in the vernacular that came in. Recently. I see. I'm right. glad that it didn't yeah. exist. Oh, this guy fears that. commitment. You know, he's got she's got daddy issues. What all this attachment, commitment, suffocating walls coming right. in. All this stuff. The bottom line is love bombing. That's just another example where. The person who's love bombing the other person probably likes them more than that they like them, right? I, I do. I I I tend to like enjoy when there's a thing that exists, like a behavior exists that has never really been pinned down, and they're able to make a term for it. I don't feel that situationship accurately does that, but it is funny where I'm like, oh, like everybody noticed that, and we've now named it something. Can you give us an example? I was just I knew you were gonna say that, and I like can't, but like. Huh? Love bombing. Love bombing is a perfect example. Okay. So yeah, that's the example. Because that didn't exist. Yeah, no, it did. But doing that has always existed. But now it's like, oh, it's easier for people to like see that it's happening when it's been kind of branded. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ghosting. Ghosting's a perfect Ghosting's one. Ghosting's one. These are dating phenomenons. Well, what's ghosting? Well, the person who got ghosted like probably liked the ghoster more than the ghoster liked the ghostee. Right. Rule of Threads pants for you? Is that what I'm seeing there? Rule of Threads pants, Rule of Threads shirt. Dude, Rule of Threads. I actually, ever since I started wearing Rule of Threads, there has never been a single time where I traveled and did not bring an article of Rule of Threads along. I, I, I'm not lying at all when I say that I have. I am absolutely of the same mind where there is not a time that I've packed a suitcase and didn't include at least one, if not a couple, rot things yeah dude it's nice to bring versatile items with you when you travel and especially like for example you're in la and 
you wake up, you're doing your thing, you go for a hike, you go for lunch after. Like, you can wear your Rule of Threads tee for all of that. Absolutely. You know what I mean, there's something, first of all, it's not only is it comfortable, but it's actually comforting. <laughs> I would agree with that. I think knowing that I have Rule of Threads clothing to put on at the end of a day or during the day or in the morning, whatever, makes me, gives me peace of mind. Totally. And dude, it's very form fitting for a man. Mm-hmm. Like, it will highlight sort of the good parts of your body. Yeah. And uh, sort of. <laughs> not show the bad parts correct like i just feel pretty confident and i like the way that i look when i wear rule of threads well you should you look good and you too can look good just like julio if you go to rule of <laughs> and use promo code oops 20 that's 20 percent off of your order get a bunch of stuff trust me you're not going to go wrong rule of promo code oops 20 clean simple premium menswear basics you guys are going to love it go check it out Dude, what's this? Hillary says that I do this, and it's a pet peeve of hers. I mean, I have her an example written down because it's a little complicated. But she says that I do this. I go, do you love me? And she says, yeah. And I go, a lot? And she says, yeah. And then I go, oh, that's really nice. <laughs> <laughs> As if I didn't force her to say it to uh-huh, begin with. There's uh-huh. some kind of like coercion going on there. It's nice to, it's nice to, it's nice to get after affirmation, though. I know. No, but I do. And then I do this, too. I go... I love you. And then she says, I love you. And then I say, I love you too. As, <laughs> As though she said it first. Yeah. And I actually don't do either of those things on purpose to be funny. Like I'm actually doing them for real. Those are funny though. They're kind of funny, right? Now it's funny that I do them. I think the first one, I think it's fun to be told that someone loves you without feeling as though it's simply a, res- a natural response because you said it. If you say to Hillary, I love you automatically she's going to say i love you back right right right. whereas if you say do you love me you haven't forced her in in your mind you're getting a one-way credit (laughs) you're getting a a one-way ticket yeah from her to you this is just for me (laughs) i need it and you're gonna say it and then i'm gonna tell you that's nice (laughs) it's insane that's i'm i'm wearing this one you don't get to wear anything right now (laughs) Yeah, dude, it's crazy. Um, I have two new jokes that I do when we meet people. Actually, one of them isn't a joke I do when we meet people. I just do it when we're just sitting there. (laughs) I go kiss me on the cheek and mean it. That's my new thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm enjoying that one these days. Does she? Yes, she does. And what does it mean when she means it? She pl- she plan a wetter one? Is she does she linger? Forceful and and there has to be good pucker. She grab the face. Did she grab your face? She could. Yeah, because she if she grabs the face, there's more purchase. Totally. And then it's as if, ooh, that 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 kiss is permeating. Yes. That's coming through your cheek, into your into your teeth, Correct. molars, down your esophagus, into your soul. You got it, dude. Yeah. You got oh, it. believe me, I've had those kisses. <laughs> That's way better than the sort of dainty, you know. Ah, man, I'll tell you something. Sierra, she likes to put this lip gloss bullshit on. You know, this fucking the stuff they use to make the wax statues yeah. at Madame Tussauds. <laughs> I hate that. I hate it. And she you knows Sean Penn on your yeah. cheek. After well, yeah. she kisses you. Get your embalming fluid off my cheek. <laughs> but she knows that I don't like it. And so sometimes if she's just put on a fresh coat, uh, she'll give me a kiss. And nice. it's a very non-invasive kiss. Okay. It's a to like, purposely just, not. Just yeah, I yeah. know you don't like this. But the problem is sometimes I want the kiss. Mm. So I'm willing, I'm willing to take some of that embalming fluid the stuff you would use to varnish the bottom of your sailboat i'll take it i'll take it because i need the kiss i need the kiss right now 
I'll get this goop off my face <laughs> on my own terms, but you can't. You don't get to decide when you give me that half mask kiss. See, well, the kiss. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so I got mad at her. I said, "No, I want a real one." She goes, "But I've got the goop." And I said, "I don't care. Give me the goop. Give me good. Give me the goop." Yeah. Cost benefit analysis, dude. <laughs> um, dude, this is what I do now. Uh, when we meet people we've never met, I introduce her. I say, "Hey, I'm Julio. This is my life partner, Hillary." <laughs> and it's good because she can't be like, "Oh, that's his new joke." Like she, because they're like new people, so she's too uncomfortable to do that. She's like, yes, I'm like, it's a funny, it's a fun one, dude. That's a good life one. partner. What a confusing. <laughs> well, where think about where your brain goes if someone says that to you. Yeah, I know. Right? Uh, uh, let's say, let's say a a a couple that appears to be uh, heterosexual says that mm. instantly. My mind would go to okay. They have shunned the institution of marriage, right. <laughs> and yet they understand the tax benefits from becoming domestic partners, oh, and yet domestic partners feels too bureaucratic to them, and life partner feels like more of a commitment. They want people to know that they have committed for life, but mm. they're not into marriage i don't i don't know I, my mind would do all of yeah, those somersaults totally. mine would also be like oh this guy like fancies himself an ally he's trying to do some really sort of like beta shit here dude. that's what you would that's <laughs> yes. what you would think i'm like this guy's a pussy dude. i don't know that that's where my mind goes my mind is like <laughs> he thinks he's european interesting he you know he wants all the benefits without the without following the what the, the, the you know yeah, the no. practice. He doesn't. He wants to be an outsider. He doesn't want to be a follower. I mean, dude, my good friend Ludwig. He was having his second child, and they were not married. But this is to my point. point. The Europeans That's have been saying. doing yeah, that yeah. forever, and it's, it's normal. An example. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, dude. I would definitely think about the life partner thing. Mm -hmm. One of the best ones I ever heard, dude. This guy Kenny did this. I don't really know this guy, but he's like friends with a friend, and he does this thing when he meets people, or when they ask, "How long have you guys been together?" To him and his girl, who I, they, they may be married now, they're engaged, definitely. He goes, oh, on and off for six years. Oh, and she's man. like, what? We've never been off. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, dude, that is so good. That's risky if you've <laughs> ever been off. Even even for a second. Yeah, I know, totally. Then totally. It, you can't do that. Which bit. is why he's doing it, because uh -huh. they've never been off. I'm going to uh, have to come up with something now. I'm going to have to have dude. a joke. You got to. Because uh, you guys are all, you've all got your jokes. You got to have a good one. I need something. You got to have something to keep you going, dude. Uh, and, and it's one that I'm going to use constantly. I won't switch. <laughs> good. That'll be my intro. It's fun to, to spice it up a little bit, dude. This you is know? my... Uh, the juice is flowing. This is my concubine. Nah, I don't like that. <laughs> That's ridiculous. This is my loyal subject. This is, yeah. <laughs> it's this is my up. servant. I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to... Th uh, I'll have to come up with it. I'll come back to you on that. Dude, one of my friends uh, told me, actually Ricky told me this, that anytime I like notice an attractive girl and I'm like, damn, that girl's hot. He says that she always looks like Hillary. Well, that's a, <laughs> a compliment to I Hillary. Know. So I actually told her this and she took it. As, she was like, oh my God, really? It's so sweet. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it also means you have a type, right? right? Yeah, I guess so. And then, uh, yeah, that's good. That mean, it means you've, you have selected from your type which is good yeah and that's you know i feel good about sort of settling into this uh at, at a quote later age perhaps 
on in kind of the grand scale because you do sort of get to know, you know, if you saw sort of some of my partners earlier on, they were not this type. Yeah. So it's nice to sort of find your type. I think my type has changed. Mm. Yeah, I wonder about that too. I'm wondering if it's a change or if I just didn't know. My type used to be the star of the basketball team. Really? <laughs> really? Yeah. Brittany Griner. Like, I don't even know, man. Just, just towering just over Whoever you. was like the most athletic girl at school was my dad. Oh, I gotta have her. Just always had wet hair because she just got out of the shower. Yeah. Practice. Yeah. She's wearing, you know, the, the jacket from her o ODP soccer team. <laughs> yeah. Whatever outside slides team on she was playing for. Yeah. With socks. Yeah. Always the the wet hair is good. The wet hair, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah it's bad. They always girls. smell like Garnier fruit tea, dude. Ten yards get... away from a shower. <laughs> you get blasted by raspberry lime aroma. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's funny, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, just a walking staff infection. <laughs> <laughs> well no, yeah so and then and then you you know you date enough girls who sort of eventually you know after dating you start dating women and you kind of think oh maybe i maybe that's not really my type maybe i'm not their type maybe i was never their type uh and so you you know your type changes has that actually happening before i have dated a lot of women who are now with women and 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 out. That, they're they're oh, wow. not they're not it bisexual. The they're they're out. It, as, it's as happened to me, but not women. out. Out has never happened to me, but like full relationship with a woman after has, and it's a real interesting. I'm happy. I'm happy to have coaster. dated women that are now uh, only and will only ever date women for the rest of their lives. <laughs> I, I feel like I was, you know, uh, a wake up call. Yeah, you were the straw that broke the camel's the, back. The bell that was told. They had to told they had to ding the bell and it say, Oh, I don't like that sound. Or uh oh. You know, mm. it, it was just a sort of I don't know what it was. I'm I'm giving myself way too much credit. Um <laughs> or, you not, know. or not enough. And I also, by the way, I wasn't always the last guy they dated. Okay. I think in one instance I was. Okay. But I was definitely towards the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't say that I was the straw the fourth quarter that broke the camel's back. Yeah. yeah. Not quite. No. Um, my music this summer has been the Bad Bunny album. And I got to be honest, there were some people kind of like shaming uh, non-Spanish speakers or non-native kind of like, you know, Spanish-speaking people for listening to that kind of music. And I think that's such nonsense. Like, why can I not listen to something that I like because I don't speak the language? Like, who decided that you own Bad Bunny's music? I don't know, whatever. That annoyed me. But I've really been enjoying listening to the music on my Raycon headphones. Uh, they're amazing, really solid headphones, everyday earbuds. They look, feel, and sound better than ever. Uh, this brand's been around for a bit too, and they've it's been cool to kind of watch them improve and make their products really bulletproof. Raycons offer three sound profiles to match what you're listening to. So they, uh, including noise isolation and awareness mode, so you can choose to be immersed in sound or to be able to hear your surroundings when you need to. I know that's like a very popular headphone function these days, and Raycon does it as good as anybody else. Uh, and this is a huge thing with Raycons. You get the same quality audio as other premium audio brands, but for half the price. Yes, literally for half the price. That doesn't mean they won't last. I've seen people talking about their Raycons falling three stories, getting lost in the rain and snowstorms and still working afterwards. Uh, so check out Raycons wireless earbuds. My guess is that you're going to want to leave them a five-star review as well. Go to buy slash oops today 
to get 15% off of your Raycon order. That's B-U-Y-R-A-Y-C-O-N.com slash oops to get 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash oops. Okay, dude, I have two quick things that I want to bring up Excellent. Here. Um, first of all, I don't know if you saw this. Did you see how, like, because you said goop and it reminded me of this. Gwyneth Paltrow, her, like, goop company, they had these, like, $125 diapers that were made out of, like, alpaca or something. And those are single-use diapers? Yes. So they were, and, like, everybody was all fucking annoyed for, like, what seemed like a couple weeks. And then she comes out with this video that's, like, this was to bring awareness to the fact that, like, women don't have access to the diapers or whatever. And I was kind of like, oh, wow, like, that's, I guess, the the that's a nice idea. But then I'm also like, is there any chance that she was just trying to save her ass? I know what you mean. How obnoxious the $125 diaper was. I know what you mean. <laughs> it's a great question. And it's, uh, yes, changing the narrative after the fact to pretend you were in on your own mistake. Yeah, and people people are pretty annoyed by her, it seems like. I personally am not. I've even smelled the vagina candle. Spoiler alert, doesn't smell like vagina. Yeah. It smells just like really nice, which I think is a fun little joke. See, this is what it is. This is where I think Gwyneth Paltrow is more self-aware than people give her credit for. The vagina candle, that is funny, dude. It smells like flowers. Also, it's something that everyone talked about. I know. It is a, she didn't lose buyers because of Mm -hmm. that candle. She gained clout, social media following visitors to the goop website whatever else she's doing i mean it it all you know it's controversy but it's not like bad controversy Mm -hmm. a vagina scented candle she's not making that candle from actual vaginas (laughs) right exactly which is how and i've heard people talk about it as if she took she took a swab of her vagina right and had it replicated as a scent of a candle which is just not the case no no she probably stuck some sort of garden hose in her vagina and then brought the other side to her nose, went, and then s- described to the candle makers what that would smell like. Is that, you think that's what she did? No, I did not. Well, then how did she do it? She made something that smelled really, really, like, I'm not, like, it doesn't smell like a body part, dude. It smells like a fragrance, a fragrance. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. It doesn't smell like a vagina. I like the image of someone using a garden hose to smell themselves. <laughs> it's insane. Um, Hillary, <laughs> dude, Hillary talks about this and I want to know your thought. She says that like when women are like, like, I think this is a true thing where it's like, if a woman is kind of like, won't put up with shit, she's like a whippersnapper or like a spark. Oh, she's a real and- ball buster. Yeah. You act as if this person's being difficult when in reality, they're just like being, they're just not being like a sheepish woman who just lets you act terrible. Yeah. And I wonder to what degree Gwyneth Paltrow, is she just really annoying or is she, or is it that, is it that here's this like woman doing all this shit and it just, people don't like that. Look, we always make, these comparisons oh if a guy does this he's this but if a girl does it she's that yeah and it they sounds, go both ways but i'm saying i know way. and it all sounds unfair and sexist and i there's absolutely some truth to it but mm-hmm. on the other side of it let's not forget that if a guy is constantly being an asshole to people he's still an asshole true but like but i don't i don't like think i think the guys still get more leeway with like being direct and 
and being per, uh, like persistent or insistent, like, and especially in like a work scenario too. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Maybe so. Like if you stand up for yourself or if you like want to have this conversation about this or that, like you're not being difficult. You're right. You're right. So what was your original question? I don't know. Like I, I, so basically attacking that idea and then relating it towards some of the women who society has deemed to be annoying people. I see. I'm, I'm not sure. Cause I'll be honest, dude. I found Gwyneth Paltrow annoying until I smelled that vagina candle. And then I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I went to lunch with Stephanie Sambari, who we've had on the podcast. The goop was across the street. We went into the goop store. I smelled the vagina candle. And I was like, I had Gwyneth Paltrow all wrong. This is hilarious. I think I look the, I, at this point, I think she's worth a billion dollars. I don't know. She's one of the most successful women on the planet. Mm-hmm. Right. She's like the, the Martha Stewart heir apparent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on top of that, I don't so, even know if she's acting anymore. Is she acting anymore? I don't know. Because she won Best Actress Oscar. She did? Shakespeare in Love. Oh, my God. You know, she's certainly a decorated Talented, actor. yeah. Um, and crushed it in that field and then went into this kind of home goods, Chrissy Teigen, I don't even know what you'd call it. I just think of, like, those stores. I don't know. I think of like baskets. It feels less. So her approach feels less hands-on to me. Like, and again, I'm, I might be just completely wrong about that, but who she embodies to me is like lady with full-time help. Yeah. <laughs> vibes. But I think she's also capable of doing all of those things herself. Absolutely. I think but she's it, probably a very good cook. But what, she's what, not like, it's not like baking goop. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't what, know. Is, what is it? What is goop? What is, what is, who is she? What is goop? Yeah, what do we got, Ryan? She's worth $200 million. There you go. That's so, her net worth. Dog. And she has, doesn't seem like many lead roles, lead. but she's she's oh, been she's movies. been she's been acting. What's the deal with Goop? What's like the description for Goop, the brand? Goop. Goop. Cutting edge wellness advice from doctors. Vetted this travel recommendations yeah. and, cu- and a curated shop of clean beauty, fashion, and home. People with a ton of time. What's Goop? <laughs> in 2008, Gwyneth Paltrow launched Goop from her kitchen as a homespun okay. weekly newsletter. It's grown a lot since then. We operate from a place of curiosity and non-judgment, and we start hard conversations, crack open taboos, and look for connection and resonance everywhere we can find it. So that's in line with the diaper thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to say that there's probably something else at play in terms of this gender phenomenon where women get the hard end of the stick, uh, you know, for whatever being. I think that when she broke up, when she had her divorce from the Coldplay lead singer, oh, yeah. I think there's this phenomenon where um, if, a, if a woman is divorced, you know, she gets blamed. Interesting. I think that there's something like, well, what, who, you know, he couldn't put up with her. Uh-huh. I think we do that a lot. We do that. Um, and I think that's probably one of the reasons why there people have this bad, unfair, and ridiculous uh, per- misperception about her. Mm. But it's also possible that some of it may come from the fact that you know she's got, she's had hundreds of people work for her mm-hmm. and maybe that some of them have gossiped and been and so like i work ass. for her and she's actually not a good person or she's not fun to work for yeah, who and who knows? who knows who knows what's where where it's real and where it's not 
Guys, if you're thinking about Father's Day gifts for your dad or legacy man in your life, uh, we recommend going towards StoryWorth, uh, which is a very fun and cool online service uh, that allows you to kind of uh, basically create your own story. You can give it as a gift. It works better, honestly, in my opinion, if you give it to somebody older because, first of all, chances are they never talked about their lives that much because they're older. They were taking care of you, so they weren't telling you a bunch of stuff. Uh, and there's a lot of stories that you probably don't know. StoryWorth kind of helps you fish those stories out of them, um, which ends up at the end of sort of like a series of email questions over a period of time. They actually, uh, it creates a book of these stories and it's a really nice way to kind of connect with your loved ones and learn about them in a way that they might not have told you about, uh, if you were just talking to them in casual conversation, a really, really cool project, uh, a cool product. And I bought it for my family members. And it's a thing that kind of all brought us all closer together. Uh, I really enjoyed reading the answers to all the questions. And it's pretty fascinating and cool. Uh, so give all the fathers in your life a meaningful gift you both cherish for years to come. Go to StoryWorth right now. Uh, for a limited time, you can save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash oops. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash oops to save $10 in your first purchase. Storyworth.com slash oops. I'm trying to think of someone who people have had that misperception about where it was like proven to be demonstrably false. Oh, like they thought, well, maybe the Johnny Depp thing is that I, I haven't been following, but like, as that pans out, like going into that trial, everybody was against Johnny Depp and the narrative seems to have flipped. It does. It has flipped, but I would argue, I, I mean, from some of the things that I've read, you know, Amber Heard is, is being painted. So as now this you monster. Think, you think now it's I flipped. think the truth's somewhere in the middle. Got it. They both are at fault. I think they're both assholes. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know that it's all her fault. I do think she like got abused mm -hmm. a little bit or, or maybe a lot of it. But I also mm -hmm. think she abused him. Mm -hmm. And that they were just like... It was abusive. They were doing tons of drugs or drinking a lot and doing crazy shit. And... <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I mean, they're just, dude, they're fucking crazy actors. Yeah. Johnny Depp is a character actor. Yeah. He's like a method actor. Mm -hmm. what, who, who, it'd be impossible to be around someone like that. <laughs> just walking around as Captain Jack Sparrow, <laughs> looking for, like, wait, 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 we put the, you know, <laughs> the coupons. I don't know. Right. Speaking of which, dude, Tom Cruise apparently got a standing ovation at Cannes or just Top Gun 2 did dude, in apparently general. it's good. So I had heard one person say that it sucked. So I was just like wrote it off one person. But now everybody's like, dude, it's unbelievable. All the flight scenes are real. Yeah. It's insane. And he's flying, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. So maybe, maybe that's going to be dude, the movie. He's to the go man. See. He's really it, come back. Dude. And, and, and we, we all wrote him off. He was like, all, all right, I'm going to do my own stunts and I'll win everyone back. And that's what happened. I think it's that. <laughs> and I think it's also that, um, people kind of just realized how hypocritical it is to uh, write someone off for being a Scientologist when so many other weird mind shit has come that has come out. Right. Like now that everyone's into meditation and everyone's into like grounding mm. this thing where you walk outside and bare feet and somehow it, crystals and rocks and <laughs> why astrology is big. And like, how can we be mad at Tom Cruise? For talking about self-improvement and subscribing. 
Now, dude, granted, he was wearing like a naval out officer. I like that shit's pretty weird, dude. Uh, fine, but but why is it any <laughs> why is it any weirder, worse than I don't know, man? I like some of the. Yes, I think for me, you actually dig into the history of Scientology. You read Going Clear, which you yeah, should. It's very good. There's major history of abuse and psychological torment. Right. In you know enslavement. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't even know if you, whatever you call it, hazing that kind of stuff. Horrible stuff, mostly within the sort of uh, proximity of L. Ron Hubbard himself, mm-hmm. um, but also, you know, it, it, later on. And I, I would hope or think that maybe the church at this point has cleaned up some of those things. But the bottom line is, you know, <sighs> like it's his, it's his belief or religion, it's his mm-hmm. belief system, and right. we we protect people's catholic beliefs and all this to the ends of the earth mm-hmm. so why right. are it's we a, it's a cult until a million people believe in it then it's just a religion yeah <laughs> yeah but dude like to your point though yeah all the like well, abuse and taking advantage of people and all that shit scientology was deemed a, an actual official religion by uh by the irs is it still but you can anybody can do that I don't know. There's a John true. Oliver episode about that. He established a church to prove that you can just do. Is that, that right? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, it might not be easy, but uh, Chris, yeah. what's up? Um, I just remember. Well, not. I just wanted to look it up. Um, a lot of people don't really like Gwyneth Paltrow because a lot of the goop stuff is just kind of like pseudoscience, and she's just like ripping people off, selling them like fake products, and that's what they're saying. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. And that's why a lot of people don't like. Her. Okay. Okay. I'll take well, that. listen. We at Oops, Oops the podcast have never uh, professed to have all of our facts straight it's almost certain that Wait, what do we what do we, i think i say a lot of stuff that probably probably isn't correct but what do we do i'm trying to think of what we could have possibly said here that was i correct. might have said some stuff about scientology that's not correct oh. or gwyneth paltrow or uh who knows all oh. kinds of things and i'm just putting this out there as a disclaimer that you should not take anything i say i won't say it about you i mean probably same for me don't say don't take anything i say as as fact or that i think it's a fact i'm just talking by the way, I suspect that Ryan found an apartment. Is that Ooh. accurate? I was I was told that it would be saved for the episode, That's but the I thing. knew that he was doing this. That's so the big thing. Congratulations, Ryan. Let's. I would like to hear about it. Yeah. Before we get out of here, Ryan's first apartment in New York City. Congrats, bro. Thank you. Yeah, just the worst process ever, mm. especially right now with the market. But we got a spot in Williamsburg. Sick. Moving there in July. Congrats, dude. Thank you. Are you excited? I'm I'm ecstatic. We got very lucky. No broker's fee, and uh, yeah, all the boys tough. living in Brooklyn. I all 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 I'll say is if you are planning on moving into the city around this time, persistency plus consistency, and you just sprinkle on and multiply a little bit of luck, and you'll be able to get a spot. So you we, sound like a principal, dude. Yeah. <laughs> sound Consistence. like a, a, a quote at the top of the English classroom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some big words there. So I also yeah. don't know if persistency is a word. No offense. <laughs> did it sound did it sound like a word though? Didn't persistence is the word, but I but persistency may also be a word. But listen, right, it doesn't matter. That's the beauty of persistency. It's not about yeah. getting it right. It's you, about well, you doing said it. persistency plus consistency, which made me think that you had altered it oh, for, the sake for the sake of, of the, making it sound catchy. Which I like actually. Which is nice. Possibly. I like that. I'll but do yeah. that. So yeah, thank you very much. I'm excited. Moving in July. Congrats, man. Good for Ryan. <laughs> Ryan's like, get me off the fucking mic. If you see oh, Ryan man. in the street, be sure to stop him and say hello. Yeah. Uh he's a funny guy. Yeah. Uh and Chris, too. If you see him on yeah. another date, be sure to say you recognize him from the pod. 
Hell yeah. <laughs> Good stuff, dude. What do you got? I'm in Appleton, Wisconsin, June, I think, 11th or 12th and 13th, around that time that weekend. You can get tickets for that. Uh, Skyline Comedy Club is the club at FrancisEllis.com. I hope to see some of you guys there. I can't wait. I have some stuff, too, uh, coming up in July. I'm at uh, the Crocodile in Seattle, July 28th. Uh, and I have stuff that I'm still crystallizing in Tampa and Boston, also in July. I'll have the specs on that soon. And the tickets will be on my website. Thank you.